So thank you very much for joining me. You're welcome. Um, how have you found the last, oh, is it 14 months now of being in kind of coronavirus lockdown? Thing? How, how have yeah. you found it all? Um, an absolute roller coaster, really. Um, ups and downs in sort of all aspects of life. It's been such a stressful time. Like you hear kind of on the news and talking about the mental health crisis associated with the pandemic, and you can just totally see how that has happened. Um, it's just been a bit crazy. <laughs> kind of where were you? Were you based in in Scotland when it all kind of started? All the restrictions and things. Yeah, uh-huh. um, so I work as a dentist um, and then I was playing for Pride as well at the same time. Yeah. So um, we, I think the game that we're supposed to play was a home game against Sheffield um, and that's a game that got cancelled that sort of marked the end of everything and that was actually um, the game that was going to be played at my home court, my old um home team that I played for since I was like 13 so that was quite sad that we managed to miss the game that would have been at my uh, old home home venue and um, but obviously totally understand why everything shut down so quickly mm-hmm. um so let's kind of start from the the very beginning where, where were you born um I was born in Falkirk in Scotland um I guess people might not know where that is but it's kind of halfway between Edinburgh and Glasgow Okay, and kind of when did you start playing basketball? At what age? Um, probably first year of high school. Um, we had a PE teacher, uh, Jen McLaren, that was like really into basketball, played herself um, and coached for Falkirk Fury. Um, and the head coach of the local club um, was helping coach the school team. So that's really where it started at school. And then not long after that, I started playing for Falkirk Fury um, at a club level as well. So kind of, did you, is your family kind of basketball orientated or is it, was that like a new thing when you got to high school then? Yeah, no, it was totally new. Um, no one in my family had played before me, but I've got two younger brothers that are quite a lot younger than me. So one of them is um, at high school still and the other one is in first year at university, but they both play basketball now as well. Okay. So I think I started, <laughs> started a trend in the family. So how competitive are you as a family then? Mm, yeah, really competitive. Um, I think before COVID 1v1, I was probably still champ, but we've obviously not played this full time. Um, mm-hmm. And the pair of them have gotten really big and they've been hitting the gym a lot and got really strong as well. So <laughs> I think I might be bottom of the pile now. <laughs> just just retire while you were winning and then you, that you're always the champion. That's all right. <laughs> so you mentioned obviously Falkirk Fury there um kind of so you played from high school did you go straight to Falkirk yeah uh-huh um I played for them from about 13 14 until I started playing for Pride um a couple of years ago um I played for Glasgow University as well um mm. because that's where I went to university so I played like a local league for them and Bucks and I was playing National League for Fury um, at the same time when I was at university so it was quite a lot. Quite a so lot obviously yeah you were at Falkirk for a good good chunk of time then so what was the decision like to kind of move to Pride was it was it kind of an easy decision because of the like WBBL link or what was that like? Um, oh, it wasn't it wasn't an easy decision because 
the girls that I played with at Fury have been friends with and played with since I was so young. Um, mm -hmm. But it was in terms of sort of striving to get better. I knew that I had to like make that step up a level um, and just like really challenge myself and push myself a little bit more. Um, so it was tough, but also definitely the right thing for me um, at the time. So you mentioned kind of university there. What, what did you study? Um, I studied dentistry uh, for five years. So um, that was quite tough going five years. Um, but definitely playing basketball at the same time just helped me through that so much. I'm such an advocate for that. Like, you know, when it comes around to exam time and kids are kind of struggling to balance the two of like, you know, I've got exams coming up and mm -hmm. not coming to training I just think it actually helps so much mentally yeah. to have that outlet yeah really yeah so I read an article uh, with yourself I can't remember where it was from but you said you didn't see it as a juggling act because the one helped the other one out yeah definitely for sure and I've said that sort of when I've coached younger girls in the past as well just trying to make sure that you're prepared enough advance so that it doesn't become a fight against each other and that that basketball can really help you through what's obviously a really stressful period and you need that outlet um of something and, and basketball is just so great for that i definitely think they go hand in hand rather than fighting against each other and i think obviously now more than ever mental health is is kind of a major thing that people kind of understand probably a bit more now and that people need to have that kind of outlet yeah definitely for sure uh, so you moved to uh, Caledonia. How did the move come about? Um, well, I can't remember. Um, <laughs> I think it was, it was really, I had spoken to Bark. Um, he was sort of always on the scene because there's such a close link between the Pride team and Edinburgh University. Um, I had sort of been looking at doing a course at Edinburgh University and I was thinking, oh, you know, if I'm going to go do a course there, I could maybe play, like, for their box team. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was like, well, I could kind of approach them and see if I could make that step up. So the season before I started playing for Pride, I was just going to training sessions to kind of ease myself in and see if I was capable um, of making that kind of step. So um, it was just a year of kind of fury stuff and kind of trying to fit paid sessions around that as well before I made the, the step to completely commit to playing for Pride, um, which was quite a difficult one in terms of work for me as well because I was working full-time um, at dental practice that I loved so much. Like, it was a great practice, um, but the hours just didn't suit for mm -hmm. Pride training, you know, like four times a week training, having to be there at the time that I wasn't even finished work at. Yeah. Um, so I had to make make the move to sort of sacrifice that in order to play for Pride as well. So I'm fortunate that I've got a job just now that I also love um, mm -hmm. and that it works well so that I can do both. Um, but I didn't actually know that when I handed my notice mm -hmm. in <laughs> at my last job. I was kind of at the point of prepared to have nothing in terms of dentistry for a while um, to make the commitment. To for you just took the jump brave decision yeah <laughs> um so what was that first season like for for pride and how did you find it how did you find the quality of the league and, and 
the team itself. Um, it was so much more of a step up than I think quite a lot of people think or would really realise. It, it the pace, the physicality, everything, and on top of that, your closest home, your closest away game, sorry, is like a good two and a half, three hours down the road, whereas mm. you don't even travel that far for away games when you're just playing National League. So there's just quite a lot to all bunch in together. So I think definitely the vast majority of that first season was me just trying to be at the right pace um, mm. to be on the court and play. Um, and it's quite frustrating because I think I was maybe getting there a bit towards the end <laughs> of the season and then it, the COVID came and I was like, oh, great. <laughs> Everything came to a standstill. But yeah, that's just life, isn't it? I think, as you, as you say, I think you're closest, like the local derby's Newcastle, isn't it? So yeah, it's yeah. quite a trek. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's talk about this season then. So obviously, again, it was a delayed start to the season. And I think it was, it was I'm right in thinking your first game was in January. Yeah, that's right. Or I think it was the 15th, 16th of January against yeah. Peter's. And obviously that was your kind of last game for a bit of stretch as well. Do you want to talk us through kind of that? The, the decision yeah. behind not playing for a little bit? Yeah, so um, after the Riders game, we got a message to say that somebody from the Riders squad had tested positive on their, I think it was their lateral protest. So they'd been asymptomatic, obviously, um, and, and found a positive result. So we had to isolate. Um, fun inside to that is the fact that I had just dropped my car off for its MOT. <laughs> so I had to just leave it there for 10 days, <laughs> message the guy at the garage saying, I'm really sorry, but you're going to have to keep my car because now I'm isolating. Um, but yeah, so 10 days of isolation meant 10 days of patience that mm-hmm. uh, my work had to cancel. Um, and things are really tough in dentistry just now. There's still a lot of restrictions and the things that we can do um, in terms of having to leave surgeries empty for a while so you can't fit as much in a day and um, PPE availability and everything like that so things were quite stretched to try and get you know people their treatment as it was and then I was making it worse for them by having to cancel their appointments and move them Um, so I made the decision that until the numbers settled down a little bit and in terms of COVID cases that it probably wasn't wise for me to take the risk of that happening again in the near future um which was difficult um I told the the team on a zoom call during our isolation period and I just burst into tears (laughs) um it was just something that I knew that I had to do for you know for the patients that I have but it was the opposite of what I wanted in terms of you know, we had worked all yeah. that way to finally get a game. And then I was like, oh, I'm just going to self-impose another lockdown on myself. <laughs> um, but I think it was maybe two months that I yeah. was out for. Um, and the numbers settled down quite a lot by the time I came back. So I thankfully managed to make it to the end of the season in the last kind of handful of games without it happening again. Am I right in thinking you were named captain for that first game as well? So that was kind of another dimension to to yeah. your decision. Yeah. Um, I was, which was an absolute honour. Um, and I had actually just got back from injury. Um, our season and training in the lead up to that first game 
was a bit kind of bitty. We had been allowed to do indoor sessions, but no contact. So a lot of drills for a little while. And then I think the Scottish Institute for Sport decided that there was just a little bit more paperwork that they needed from us to allow us to continue. So we had to go and kind of the coaches, I guess, had to improvise quite a bit. We had to do like outdoor sprint sessions and Zoom sessions to do some kind of workouts and things like that indoors um, until the paperwork was ready for us to go back in again. So we went back in indoors for some training and I think that was at the end of November, start of December. And I think it was like one weekend and I rolled my ankle. Um, I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> we just got back and then that happened. So the week before the Riders game, I think I had trained that a couple of times that week um, after having kind of done a little bit of rehab and stuff to get my ankle back into it and then played that one game and then that was me back out again. So I suppose the good thing about being out for a couple of months after that was I could actually properly rest my ankle and get it back. Um, stronger for coming back, but I will a poster. What, what sure. a season! What a season! And <laughs> no. um, what would you? What's your overall thought on on Caledonia's season this this year? Yeah, our season was quite a lot about developing our culture, um, and from the outset, we kind of set out ourselves as a team different standards that we wanted to hold ourselves accountable to um that was kind of all brought in by the, by the coaches at the start of the season um so it was really a lot of progress in terms of that so obviously you know we ended bottom of the league we we got a few wins but the real measure is how we managed to incorporate that into such a difficult year um and just just making that little switch within the club um of our culture and I think that that's been something that's really positive for us, us this year um, so that's been really great as well as there, there obviously has been a, a, the negative of myself being out for a little while and um, Louisa she got injured as well close to the start of the season but it then is more space for the younger players to step up and show what they can do on the court so that's been really positive as well um, in a season where you know, those spots sometimes in other years would have maybe been taken by foreign players, people that you're kind of come bringing in to play big minutes. But we had really an end mod and, mm -hmm. and the rest were, were Scottish um, players. So it was good to get people the experience. I think from the outside looking in, kind of the character that the squad showed, because I mean, there was a point where there was some heavy defeats, quite one after the other. But yet to come back to, to I think, beat Newcastle um, at home. And there's other games that kind of showed the quality within that squad, even though it's a young team and a young squad, yeah. there was a lot of quality there. So um, would you would you pick any individuals out for kind of their season this year? I mean, Sean Phillips had a great year. Yes, for sure. Sean, Sean just is working hard all the time. So there's mm -hmm. just not one moment that she's not kind of putting her absolute effort into everything. Um Maud as well has obviously been a great um, import for the team. Um, and she is also kind of the captain for the team. So really just like leading by example. And again, somebody that's put in so much effort. And everyone else is like just so young and so many flashes of excellence. I mean, 
Ella, I think, um, Hoops Fix named her the Young Player of the Year. Um, so that was great. But even Polly, she's been in the league for a few years, but that's because she's been there since she was so young. She's yeah. still only 19 and she's going away to Canada um, this next year. So she's got a strong future ahead of us. She's just, like, everybody has just really shown on the court that there's flashes of some really promising futures in the team. Thinking about the kind of WBBL, so obviously, as you said, last season, the step up was kind of much probably bigger than you, you maybe thought. What would you say the difference between the two years? Do you think the standard of the league's got better or do you think it's roughly about the same? That's quite difficult to tell. Um, yeah, it probably is a bit of a step up this year. Um, and yeah, there's some tough teams at the top of the league, you know, mm-hmm. the likes of Riders and um, Suns and Lions that are just such tough competition to play against. Um, it's tricky to to go and play against them, especially mm-hmm. away um, away from home. Um, so yeah, I definitely think that we are making um, improvements year upon year in the, the standard of the WBBL. And it's good that it's been so competitive this year that, you know, there's been wins and losses and little kind of upsets here and there, mm-hmm. um, which has been really good. Um, and then that's shown, I guess, in the playoffs as well, when Eagles put Riders out, um, which was sad for me because one of my best friends, Hannah Robb, plays for oh, Riders. Of course, so Hannah, I yeah, of course. I was supporting yeah. the Riders. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it just shows that there's definitely some competitiveness out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned the coaches before. What's what's it like playing under Bart and, and the coaches at, at Caledonia? What they like as coaches? Well, I mean, Bart's had quite a rough year. He um, hurt his knee when we were doing some individual practice one day, so that's not so great. No. Um, and on the other hand, a great time because his wife just gave birth not so long mm. ago. But um, I think he has taken the opportunity this year to, you know, have Donny take mm-hmm. quite, you know, be head coach for games and really um take us forward with this new culture and things like that. So um it's been it's been really good. Um but I think previously um sort of like to be a little bit more like last season we maybe did some sprints a little bit more, sort of working on you know you've done something wrong go to the line which is quite a common Mm -hmm. kind of coaching technique um and then Donnie's just maybe a little bit more um not like it's just different approaches and Mm -hmm. it's been quite good to see how they merge together um and just like a little bit of balance between the two um which has been quite good this year I think um it's been a lot of learning from everybody um, and just putting a little bit more emphasis on like teammates holding each other accountable um, which is difficult for such a young team um, but Donnie's really helped us with that and um, helped push us and Bart's totally on board with that um, and making sure that we're all um, kind of saying little things to each other in practice just to make each other get that little bit better so yeah it's been good. 
I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit and ask you some teammates questions. Okay, first name that comes into your head for the different categories. <laughs> okay. Then there's nothing. There's nothing like really bad. Uh, who's the best just out and out shooter in the in the squad? Well, that's easy, Mod. Okay, good. Who's who's the best passer? Oh. Who can find that passer? Maybe others can't. Yeah, I think Rose Harvey might be up there on that one. She's got some little tricks up her sleeve for sure. Yeah. Uh, what about the worst taste in music? Oh, well, I don't even know because I'm so old compared to the rest so of the team. So are you saying it's you then? <laughs> it's probably me. I listen to what they're listening to in the bus and I'm like, oh, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's the funniest in the squad? Uh, Elise, I think. She just comes out with that thing sometimes and it's funny. Um, Sophie Loughran as well. She's quite a funny one. Um, people I think that I thought at the start of the year was quiet and didn't say much and then suddenly mm -hmm. your, their personality comes out and you're like oh <laughs> that's the real you and last one so you've got one shot to win the game who are you passing to who's who's coming up clutch for you oh i mean do you need a two or do you need a three? Oh, mm -hmm. give us give us give us both if you've got different answers <laughs> i go three mod okay um and if you're just needing a bucket Shan. Okay. Shan gets into species that you didn't even know where they are. So yeah, <laughs> she'd be my go-to for that. Okay, I've got some questions for you now. Just quick fire questions, just like okay. either either or uh, things. So Costa or Starbucks? Oh, I don't really drink coffee. Starbucks probably though. I'm not a coffee drinker, but I like those ice drinks that they do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, McDonald's or KFC? Oh, I really don't like KFC. I don't really eat McDonald's either because I used to work there when I was at oh, high school. I don't so. <laughs> Just put put off for life. Yeah. Um, what's your favourite Netflix series at the moment? Or do you have a favourite TV series if you're not into Netflix? Mm, my favourite TV series always is Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Um, that's definitely a massive favourite. Bit of a blast from the past, that one, isn't it? A bit of a blast yeah, from the past. Yeah, no. That's showing me at my age again. <laughs> Um, favorite Disney film, and you can include Pixar if you if you that way. <laughs> Disney film. Oh, I don't know. I like The Lion King. The new one or the old one? The new one. Yeah, I do quite like. I like the new one. I like yeah, I've dragged my little brother to go watch that with me. And <laughs> um, would you have pineapple on a pizza? I would. I don't. I'm not offended by it. I think it's fine. A little ham pineapple, but it wouldn't be my choice. Okay. <laughs> What would, what would be a pizza topping of choice? Mm, like chicken and sweet corn. Okay. But to That's, be honest, I love all pizza. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what is your favourite moment on the basketball court? Oh, of, of all my basketball. Yeah, ever. just from, from kind of ever. What's your favourite thing about something that's happened to you through basketball? Um, that's such a hard question. I actually think it might be from coaching rather than playing. Okay, okay. Um, so the year before that I started playing for Pride, I was coaching some of the like under-14 girls at Fury and they won the Scottish Cup final. Oh, 
Okay. Um, and there was some tears. <laughs> um, I was just really proud of them. It was great to see all their hard work um, come to top. Um, especially, I think we were kind of underdogs. So that just made it better. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, do you have any kind of superstitions? Do you have any um, like game day things that you've got to do the same every time? Or My hair has to be the same all the time. But I think that's more because it's the only way that it stays in the same position <laughs> um, every time. What, not that long ago, I think it was one of our home games. I had just done my hair. And um, so like, I put it back in a ponytail and then I pleated it. And Maud shot and the rebound came down and it hit me in the head. And it pulled my hair forwards into the and she was like, oh, you're going to have to fix that. I was like, yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am. So I had to like undo the full plate and then like, do it all over again. But yeah, that's probably the only thing that I have that has to be the same. And, and squad, squad number 13, is that right? Yeah. What, why number 13? Oh, it's just always been my number. Since I was, yeah. I'm always expecting a really good story. Sorry. <laughs> just, I mean, that's... I think it's supposed to be an unlucky number, isn't it? It's apparently so. Apparently so, yeah. But... but... So you mentioned um, the, the Newcastle Leicester game from early on in the week. Did, did you get a chance to watch any of May Madness? Um, so I watched quite a bit of that game. Um, mm. I saw some of the start and then the second half. Um, I caught a little bit of the end of the Oakland game as well. Um, but just that weekend past year was my dad's 50th birthday as well. Right. So I'm spending a little bit of time um, in their garden because mm-hmm. that's all I can do these days. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I didn't manage to catch all of them, but I will definitely be watching the games this weekend. What, what do you think of the format of the, the playoffs of this May Madness thing and central venues and that kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, the central venue was a home venue wasn't it for well, it was it, it, it seemed to work for Newcastle <laughs> yes <laughs> so that's not so great um for their opposition but then at the same time it's not like you can have a packed like you know all your fans in is it yeah, yeah. not like for COVID so um I think it's it's good I I don't know if I maybe would quite like uh like a home and away Mm-hmm. situation I know that drags the season out maybe a bit but it's been quite short so I guess it wouldn't be the worst thing um the, the men have two don't they the men the, the men have the men have got two yeah 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 um so I guess that could make things quite interesting to have two legs um but it's good to have them uh, on Sky Sports and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just get that out there so that more people can watch the women's game definitely that's great so who who do you think's gonna win win it all? Who's winning the playoffs? Oh, um, again on the spot. I I'm gonna say Suns. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I quite like Suns. I quite like I like playing against them. Um, obviously it's not great to lose every time you play them, but yeah. um, it's just they're just such great players and a great team, and they play so well together. So much experience in there. Um, yeah, I. I think if I was to have to put money on anyone, I would put it on them. So you think a Lond- London Seven Oaks final? Do you think? Yeah. I think that I think that would be a good good battle. I think that'd be a good yeah, game. Yeah, definitely a big the way, game. Uh, the way Kennedy Leonard's uh, playing at the moment. Yes, I know. <laughs> and 
put a little bit of Scottish genes in there. Yes, so. absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I know she's just extended a contract in London for a couple of years, but no. speak, speak to Caledonia, <laughs> get it, get her up north. <laughs> yeah, um, I think they've got quite big hopes for their future, don't they? Looking at yeah. Europe and stuff, so it's absolutely, definitely, yeah. um, you can see why she would want to to stay there. I think that would be really good for the league, wouldn't it? And more exposure and European yeah. competition, which would be good, yeah. But I, I really appreciate you joining me tonight. Uh, it's been fascinating to get you know you a bit more and and, uh, and get your thoughts on Caledonia's season. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, hopefully talk to you to next year and, and we'll see see how uh, how the league pans out with fans back in the back in the yeah, arenas. Yeah, hopefully we get a full season. <laughs> Fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> I'll not have to wait till January to get the first game in. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but no, thank you very much. You're welcome. Right. See you later. Bye. Bye.